Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Eight years after the events of Four Star Nagar, Sir Hugo has discovered a plot that threatens Axis, the capital of the Empire, making it vulnerable to the demonic hordes besieging its walls. Will Sir Hugo, played by Chris, and his companions the King, by Becca, Hexart, by Quinn, and Erzuriella the Vane by Tilbin. Be able to stop the key conspirator, Lord Frederick, in time? Find out in the beginning of the end, ran by Slavic. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. There you'll find our Discord link. Hello and welcome, listeners, to another session of It's Just 13 Age. I'm sorry, guys. It's, it's just 13 Age. But this time we'll be doing something a little different. Our brave and heroic party safe the city of monsters dragon hall and uh they have well secured themselves an army which came to liberate them from axis so they have all the tools they need to succeed and defeat the diabolist in this session this will be a different type of session first we'll have a series of events that will happen to the army and our dear players will help us craft the narrative and then we'll have the final showdown with the Diabolist. All right. So I'm not sure how we're going to do this because it's going to be like a group discussion thing. So the first problem for your army that, uh, that it's facing is logistics. As you find yourself marching towards the ruins of Fostor Nagar, where, you've, uh, where your scouts have said that the Diabolist is uh, entrenched, uh you're you're facing problems when it comes to the acquisition of food there are several options you can take here uh you can either well basically pillage the local countryside take stuff from the citizens or you can basically force march your army but you'll be starving and it'll be in a more difficult situation if you have any creative or ways to sort of so the countryside villages what are their alignments they're they're part of the empire would they support us if we like send out scouts well essentially they can support you up to a point but your army just needs too much so essentially they won't have food for the winter that's the main problem as someone has to starve azariella you have a connection with the land correct maybe (laughs) i do so, like, uh, remind me, you're actually a druid? Uh, I am a druid, yes, and okay. I have a nature lover background. <laughs> <laughs> so, so can you see where I'm going with this? I don't know, like, what we could actually do with that, but cinematically, the, the druidiness, like you getting in touch with the land and either growing stuff or like real quick or and it costs the land problems or like somehow like summoning creatures to come to us but then there's like also long-term ramifications for that like if we somehow get all the deer to come to us then you know deer populations are going to be completely out of whack for years to come that's just an idea yeah i mean that's a good idea too another one i was thinking if that doesn't work i like her idea better than mine but if that doesn't work, we could maybe offer resettlement, uh, meaning that like, hey, if you give us your crops, because uh, I was going to ask about four-star Nagard, like they obviously have to have their own food sources in there, right? Or, or Oh, yeah, 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 they do. But this is like when you're marching there. So, oh, for sure, for sure. Like, what I'm, saying, what I'm yeah. saying is maybe we can offer resettlement. Like, hey, you give us your provisions 
you know, and you're going to, we'll settle you in this demonic cursed city. Well, we're going <laughs> to, I mean, I'm fucking Sir Hugo, bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah, gonna, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and so if we go here and we're successful, you not only can you support us, you know, because really in all honesty, if we fail, they're probably damned. Like if we fail, they're probably going to get plundered. So you can give us all your food, help support us. And then we can give you, let you resettle into the area or we can give you, you know, the crops that we have there. Because if we go down they're they're down. I mean, if we fail, like the land's fucked, right? That's the name Diablerist, I assume. Haxar, he'll, he'll like sort of think about it for a bit. Then he's just, can you eat demons? Unfortunately, you can't. They sort of, their bodies disappear after a while, after you kill them. What if we kept them as alive? It's like, you know, take, take a limb off here and there to sort of like ration it out. Uh, that gets an eyebrow raise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Essentially, I assume you guys are at this round table in like a command tent, you know, as the commanders of the army. And uh, there's, you know, other people there. And uh, uh, you see Hexar just raise this question. That brings up a good thing, though. Like, I'm not the demon thing, but I'm talking about the elf thing. And I look back at Azrael, like, you have a relationship with the queen, right? Have you talked to her? Maybe she could provide these people food or they could provide us food and supplies. But yeah, I mean, I think that could be a good thing. Like, dude, like, you support us. We're your last chance. And then Why we got you, dog. Go to the elves for help. Ignore Hexar's idea of eating the demons. <laughs> Turn about, turn about you wouldn't know place. that above everyone else, bro. Look at your teeth. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's kind of sacrilege, dude. Well, the king is interested in eating the heart of a Diabolist at some point. Uh, he would much rather force the lands to give us their food yeah. than, than to go into battle hungry. Because we got to feed, like, how many bodies are there? There's probably a lot of bodies. It's a lot. Yeah. So yeah. many. Yeah. Hexar definitely, okay, so says my idea is shot down. I have to agree that, you know, either they give us food now or else they just wait to be eaten themselves by the exactly. dealers. I know, and I'm not trying to bully them, but it's like the truth. But then we can offer incentives. Like, we could do maybe have a recultivating project of the city afterwards. Like, hey, we need people to help create farms around the city to sustain the new population. Uh, irrigation systems, all that shit. Rebuild it. I'm sure everything's fucked. A lot of people are probably going to have to move to the city, but guess what? It's better than dying. <laughs> you know, It's like better than dying. Hexar was sort of look at Sir Hercule. You missed your calling as a uh, city planner. Well, in the academy, we learn a lot of skills and it's working a lot of it is with indigenous folks and learning how to, you know, to not only fight wars, but to stabilize things after wars. Sir Hugo is a renaissance man. Yeah. I play this game called SimCity. It's really interesting. <laughs> you should check it out. <laughs> like sandboxes and everything, sand tables, and <laughs> have our squire move the pieces. <laughs> like we have two, three options, two options so far. One is uh, the kings, where it's like, hey, use your druidy hippie powers to help them grow shit back. Two is mine's like, hey, give us your stuff because we need it to survive. And if we don't survive, you're going to die too. And if we are successful, we can recultivate and re rebuild Forest Four Nagar, build new farms and all that shit. Or three, don't, don't you have like a relationship with the queen of elves? Can't she probably provide us logistical support and give us supplies? You already have elven units in your army that are basically marching uh, alongside you. Okay. So that's basically her support at this point. So it looks like we have two options, two and a half if you include eating demons, but that's only for the dragon guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the dragon guy would probably be fine. <laughs> the other troops. <laughs> eh. 
So can you do any kind of druidic magic to help these folks regrow? Yeah, so one spell that I actually have is Rain of Acorns. So I was thinking maybe we can generalize that and I can... Yeah, uh, I think I could definitely see you doing like a magical ritual from this and uh, like blessing the land or something, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But uh, you will lose a level seven spell slot for the final battle. So we could do that. <laughs> Another idea that I had, uh, I don't have a relationship with the Elven Queen. That was an entirely different Elven character that I played and we don't talk about her. Uh, but I do have a relationship with the High Druid and I could maybe call about like the Druids in this land. Um, oh, like a Druid ritual? They, you know, start a big hunt or like gather... Uh, crops or we do like a very big ritual involving all the druids which would in effect be honestly much of the same unless like Slavic says using that icon relationship is somehow different yeah I think the icon relationship is fine I, I'd let you use that like without a spell slot but it would come with let's say other obligations for Azariela afterwards you know you basically have to because it, it means upsetting the balance right somehow natural balance which druids try to maintain so afterwards you'd probably have to dedicate a lot of time to basically resetting everything that they fucked up you know yeah but i could see that maybe even i mean it's kind of like chris said uh, earlier a it's a commitment we have to make because otherwise the balance is upset anyway yeah. and the land is like burned down by demons or whatever that's a good point yeah um so i would think that this is the lesser evil to her mm -hmm. and she could justify it maybe uh in that she would branch out herself to take care of this particular slot of land in the future and start like her own cult or whatever when negotiating with the other druids uh some say that it doesn't in fact matter that uh, it's okay if uh, some people die or if demons kill them because it's natural, it's fine. Demons are evil and they kill people. But upsetting the balance too much would uh, basically be upsetting the order. However, these voices are silenced by yeah, because, like, more, more pragmatic is, members. Uh, yeah. The Diablos is making a move to upset the balance. So yeah, as we well. To counter swing. Okay, so these are the options laid out to you, and you'll have to pick one. I guess you can take a vote or... The last option seems like the most painless. I don't know, though, but I mean... Yeah, from a purely like power gamer perspective, I feel it's the best way to use my relationship with the druids. Mm -hmm. Okay. The king agrees. So that's three for druid chant and then one for cannibalized demons Axaris <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> is too pure for this world pure pure dragon uh, okay so we have that Zoriela, can you describe the ritual how do you think it will work so i believe druids are usually kind of loners and they stalk the woods by themselves maybe they have like one apprentice but mm. that's really it um so i believe she would like call upon them in her dreams and uh, in their dreams they like stalk the wilderness as like ghost animals mm. right right and they agree to like use their powers to 
make root vegetables and mushrooms grow and they cause like an uproar in the wildlife so there's uh, lots of hunting and movement uh, in uh, in the area like between animals so mm. it's easy for the scouts of the army to make kills yeah and the countryside around us the villagers there they can take stock of what's growing and they can uh, give us a fair share and don't have to starve themselves mm. but yeah uh, Azariella will like bind her her soul to the land in a way so when the land suffers uh, she's going to suffer as well and right now she's like entrenched with uh with that okay yeah, yeah. okay cool with uh, the ritual complete your logistical problems are solved for the time being and uh, you continue onwards on your journey to foster nagar you also have the option of recruiting allies from gold you that was in dragon hall and you have two choices you can either hire the dwarves who said that they won't actually ally with the empire when it comes to fighting demons because that sounds like a problem for people who live above ground and that they can withstand any attacks in their fortresses the other option is recruiting an orc mercenary band that's been harrying the area for some time the thing about dwarves is they are very expensive but they are reliable soldiers and uh you know you know they're solid if you pay them right when it comes to the orcs they're a bit more chaotic but orcs are also experienced demon killers as uh in fact they were created to defeat one of the past diabolists and uh paying them would also get them out of your hair from the air because they wouldn't assault the area and maybe some of your forward trips all right choice is yours debate the king finds kinship with the orcs and automatically and immediately demands that we hire them well shit because i think you know what sir hugo's gonna go with you know what i mean the disciplined <laughs> soldiers you know xr will say look at it this way sir hugo if the orcs are a chaos or disorganized mess and they all die no skin off our back Yes, but I've been to Forest Nogar with a orc before, and he betrayed the team. <laughs> True, he has bad experiences. What does Zoriella think? Mm, what would a like elf druid stance be on dwarves versus orcs? I'm having a hard time. Uh, depends. Uh, I mean, you're an elf, so from a druid standpoint, I feel like I would respect the orcs. Yeah. Um, for being like demon hunters mm. um, but you said like orcs were artificially created right yeah but they were artificially created by the elven queen but that's like a rumor anyway oh interesting <laughs> or uh, at least yeah, the I orc lord was i feel there. like she would be actually more attuned to the orcs mm -hmm. because yeah. they are very like feral I mean, creatures yeah. and they um I mean, they're wild. They they're not evil, yeah. but they are wild. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that would be her stance, whereas dwarves are like cave dwellers. And yeah. And so uh, they're not very nature attuned. They, yeah. They're, they're interested in like shiny stuff. And... Yeah. And I kind of agree with the orcs, to be honest with you, because it's kind of selfish on the dwarves, like not to come and help. And at least the orcs are demon hunters, you know, and 
like fight demons. And I mean, I don't judge the elves for the one bad elf that we dealt with, you know, so. All elves are bad. Okay, so you choose the orcs then? Yep, I think that's the consensus. Yeah. Okay. Fully accepting that we can't control them. <laughs> yeah. It's actually not as bad as it seems because you were setting off from Drakenhall, the city of monsters. So many of your frontline troops are also creatures like lizardmen, gnolls, and whatnot uh, of a more savage variety. So they actually fit quite well into the military structure as a whole. We had this wild mage gnome running around. I'm just <laughs> With your new allies, you set forward... And uh, there is one minor town that you besiege before Fostornagar. My question is, how do you approach this? Do you, do you try to do it as quickly as possible uh, at the cost of sacrificing lives of both the people in it and uh, of your own troops? Or do you try a more slow and methodical approach, preserving lives, but also costing precious time? Um, maybe I missed it. What's our deal with this town? Do we just need to pass through? Yeah, essentially you need to pass through. Otherwise, demonic troops will harry you the entire way. Think of it like as a sort of fortress. You know, you know why uh, castles and such were built in Euro uh, Europe and everything. It's it was all about power projection, right? So if if you're gonna try to if you try to go around, you'd lose too much time. So you have to go through, but if you'd ignore it completely, they'd essentially attack your supply lines and stuff like that. But it's also technically an option if you want to take it. Xar, what do you think? I think we need to take our time to do this right, just because we need to make sure that every we have all the we have all we have to face off against the Diabolus. We can't really you know waste resources getting there. We got to make sure we get, we're in our uh, best shape. Okay. Any other thoughts? Well, the king thinks that the most direct path is the best way to go. So does that mean quicker or does that mean, or, do, or does that mean like, assume it means as soon as possible, as just, soon as possible, just go through. That's like Sir Hugo's first reaction. But then Haxar makes a good point because then like Hugo thinks like, well, the Diablo's king has been there for a while. Forced Agar has been fallen for a while. What's a couple more days or whatever, a couple more weeks that we're going to have all the strength that we're going to have? I mean, we purposely paid orcs so we could increase our numbers. You know what I mean? Why just burn them through on this one little town, you know? And maybe this town has supplies that they can pay. You know, we can get afterwards, you know, doing this that we could add to our supply count. Also true. Uh, who is this town aligned with? Does uh, Hugo maybe know them? Uh... Empire. Uh, I mean, he probably or... know them. Uh, okay, so I'm sorry. Uh, I kind of set this up. Uh, it, the town's name is Burning Rose, and it was an imperial city that was conquered by the Diabolist and is currently under the control of the Diabolist. And that's the problem because, you know, it's obviously the enemy. So, Both suck. Yes, that's the yeah, point. <laughs> negotiations with Burning Rose sound difficult. Yeah, we'd have to destroy it, but if we can hold them out, I mean, a lot longer siege. I mean, we're going to have to destroy it. I mean, we're going to have to destroy them, but negotiation's not going to work with demons. They don't give a fuck, you know? So slow and steady, methodical, you know, siege game. I mean, technically, there are cultists also in charge, and you could technically try to negotiate. Ooh, 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 ooh. Because, like, they give a shit about their lives. 
You know what I mean? Like, can we get our hands on one maybe and like do some, uh, I, w- I want to do like, well, I don't know what would be the 13th age equivalent, but I want to do some straight up mental um, equivalent of like blasting Metallica at all hours of the night into the <laughs> camp. Maybe kind of get our hands on a couple of these cultist members and maybe let them hang a little bit alive on a pole. Just have the king serenade them day and night. Yeah, with like, yeah, they'll maybe have them like a hanging, like almost crucified type of way outside. Yeah, yeah. You know, and just kind of like remind them that like this is your fate unless you work with us and give us some kind of deal. Because I'm not okay. the bad guy; they're the bad guys. You know. Yeah. Uh, show me make this. Let's make this a check. Uh, I think the demon hunter background would work well. Okay. I guess for that, and it would be a charisma roll. All right, charisma. Uh, so I got uh plus nine, plus four, thirteen. Can I gotta find the die thing? Give me a second here. Thirteen. It'll be. Uh, yeah, I see right here. One d twenty plus thirteen. Yeah. Got it. Give me a second here. The DC is gonna be twenty seven. All right, let's do this. Uh, twenty two. So I did not make it. Unfortunately, your tactics. Uh, or your negotiations were met with shouts of uh, religious fanaticism and the people you've hanged are like shouting or screaming songs and praises to the diabolists. And uh, you tried, but unfortunately you will have to take a different approach. Yeah, I think this is going to be a kill them all and let God sort them out kind of approach here that we're going to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> We try right. to reason with them with good old torture. I mean, enhanced interrogation. So it work out, man. Uh, yeah. What you going to do? All right. Azorella, what do you think? Quick or slow now after the failed failed negotiations? For the record, Tillman does not look comfortable making the decision. <laughs> He's like, oh, like <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just call out random people and I feel like. No, it's cool. That's good. Yeah. Um, she was relying on Sir Hugo a lot with mm-hmm. making the call because he's like the, yeah, the uh, army veteran. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she's going to double down be like, uh, we've made the decision. Uh, uh, this is a setback, but like we have to, we have made the decision to like slowly uh, carve away at this problem. So this is what we're going to do. Xar, what do you think? Xar will stick to his guns, but saying, you know, we got to make sure that we, take this carefully and slowly enough that we'll be in our best shape for the final fight against the Diabolist. Okay. King, still still want to go in? King does, but he also recognizes if everybody else wants to go the long way around. Like, he'll he'll mumble and, like, call everybody cowards and that sort of thing, but, like, he doesn't put too much, push too much if he's, like, everybody's against him on it. Okay. So you take the slow approach and you take Burning Rose after a week or two sieging, let's say 10 days. Uh, unfortunately, you lost some time. And for that, uh, the escalation die in the boss fight will not increase in the first two turns. That's some evilness, goddammit. <laughs> the king knew it. You are all cowards. <laughs> hey, I was like, if they're going to like... If you took the quick road, you'd lose the recoveries. So. And knowing your history, okay. you're going to need them, the king. You know, just saying. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to me in my screaming axe ever again. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Last decision, uh, or before the actual Fostornagar. You've received secret news from a trusted source that the emperor has been assassinated by a demon. The troops don't know this. What is your decision in regards to this information? You tell them or do you not? 
tell them use it as a motivator because we're gonna have to go there i mean we're the odds are fucking so stacked against us you know and this is what's gonna push them through this cold weather the rationing of food all this shit like then that fucking of course dude we're gonna strike that iron once hot but we are gonna keep our heads calm <laughs> just want to reinforce that i mean no one else cares about the emperor i think other than me but I mean, it's bound to happen. There's a fucking conspiracy, you know? Yeah, it's also important for the troops, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we tell them to keep rational, but you want them to be fired up. You want that little, like, you know, that little oomph, you know, behind it, dude. extra zeal. Yeah, you want that Pearl Harbor, man. You want that where people are lining up to fucking, I mean, we already have people, but, you know, that same motivation that gets people to line up to want to be drafted and then kill themselves if they're not drafted, you know? Like, it's like that fired up, like, there's a purpose behind this. That's palatable, other than, you know, satan coming back and everything king what do you think so the king's a little split on this on the one hand sir hugo makes a compelling point but on the other hand the not that the king has too much experience with following a leader per se but that also seems like it would make everybody demoralized i didn't think about that but yeah yeah, it's. I, I assume that somebody as big and great as the emperor is being slain. It would be a big hit to everyone. Well, what's the moral like currently in the camp? I guess that would be like before the news is broke. Like, what's everyone's moral like? I guess is a good question. Yeah, I mean they have food, so that's good. So the siege went well. I mean, as sieges go, you didn't lose that many troops, so morale is actually pretty high, and you know everyone's looking to stick it to the Diabolist and finally fight back. Axtar, Azarella, what do you guys think? So uh, troops are a mixed bag, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get a feel for how they felt about the Emperor when he was alive. Okay, uh, uh, this would be a wisdom plus, I don't remember what your backgrounds are. I have vanity and spite and nature lover. <laughs> uh, vanity and spite and nature lover. Yeah, I kind of maybe vanity and spite. Yeah, I mean, I would know what people think about like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a self-reflection. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. Actually makes sense. Let's use vanity for it. It'll be a DC 25 check. You said wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. That's your main stat. Ah, oh, 33. Uh, the emperor is definitely like a very beloved figure, like almost religiously so, you know, he, it's always like it's the one keeping the empire together and not having a successor could be troublesome in the future of course but that's not something you can deal with right now uh, but uh, you do know that the troops like uh, the emperor's basically almost a mythical figure you know that everyone looks up to right once someone takes up the mantle of the emperor they don't they kind of lose their name. They're just the emperor then. So it's like if you killed God or something. Yeah, that it definitely has that oh shit effect that Sir Hugo was suggesting. And I believe we should tell the troops to make sure that they understand like the, the empire is actually now endangered. Like it's crumbling and we're like the last hope. Sorry, what are your thoughts on this? I definitely agree with uh, Azoriella and that we need to make we de- we do need to tell the troops about what happened because well they're gonna have to find out eventually, and if we tell them now we can we can we can control how it's framed we can we can try to have them see how it's it's one last injury 
that the Diabolist is, throwing, is inflicted on us, but we will overpass it and then we will get rid of the Diabolist forever. Till the next one pops up, but that we really, really don't need to know that part. <laughs> true, true. But hey, an next one might not pop up. A different icon might appear instead. It has happened in the past. All right, we have that. So uh, I guess you guys are going with the tell the troops option then and trying to turn him into a martyr. Okay, I will need someone to make a DC 25 charisma check to sort of frame the information correctly. I have, uh, I don't know, my charisma is 12. I have a plus nine modifier. I don't know if anyone else has a higher one. The king is confused because he has a plus 10. Oh, jeez. Hey, you're I'm pretty sure here. we don't want the king giving the speech. <laughs> I yeah. actually would find it hilarious if the yes. king gives the speech. Yes. If you're the best one. Huxar, what do you have? Same as uh, Hugo. Okay, so it's between the king and Azoriela. I feel the king is more like an imposing figure, like in front of the army, being male. <laughs> um, but also being a warrior, of course. So I feel like the king should do this. Just gotta just gotta tuck up the army like you do to yourself in the mirror every day. So flexing? That can help. <laughs> Possibly. Okay, sure. The the king will make the speech. Can we hear some of it? Maybe. <laughs> Warriors, today I come to you with terrible news. The emperor has been slain. Most likely by, mostly by this demon scum that we wish to eradicate from the world. We must avenge the emperor and strike the demon scum where they stand. All right. I'll give you a plus five to the roll for the uh, good good speech. I guess I'm pretty sure the kink has like a background that would fit. Uh, king of all he surveys. Yeah, of course. Okay, so that's plus five plus that. Okay, there we ah, go. There we 36. Go. Okay. Yeah, you succeed and there's a resounding sort of shouts of hurrah, hurrah. We'll crush them. Let's kill them. And, you know, uh, so in general, uh, the troops' morale is extremely high. Like they're riled up for the fight. And soon enough, you uh, make your way to Forstor Nagar with the army and you start the big siege. Forstor Nagar has changed significantly since that time. Its icy walls have been replaced by these, uh, this blackened stonework with elaborate patterns of, and art of uh, demonic figures being worshipped and humans being sacrificed. The whole place has this almost like tainted aura and you can see it like in the snow. Uh, it's it's like a sort of corrupting influence which, uh, which blackens and darkens the area. And even, even when it, the sun is out, it seems like there's no light there almost. The siege starts and it goes pretty well. Uh, the orcs are surprisingly adept at, at finding and hunting demons. And eventually, you four make your way to the throne room of the palace of the Diabolist. Now, in the fighting, you've sustained some damage. So I will have each of you lose D3 recoveries. And uh, then we'll do uh, the finale. Okay, I lost two recoveries. 
Just one recovery for I lost Hazar. one recovery. Of course, the king lost three. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> it actually it does. storms into the crowd head on. That's, that's his problem. Like our style and ready to jump into a longer term game? Make sure to check out Missouri Crossing, our Down Darker Trails Call of Cthulhu 7th edition game. Starting in the Dakotas in the 1800s, our players have just settled in what will be known as Bismarck, North Dakota, Missouri Crossing. 